change the narrative as to what it really means to fail. What if instead of thinking, what if instead of thinking of failure as a lack of success, we think of it as a fine way to achieve? Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast. I am your host, Renee Sinning. Today, on this episode, we're going to talk about letting your teen fail, what that means, and why it just might be the best gift you give your teenager. So let's talk about failure in teenagers and what that looks like. For teenagers, failure could look like failing a test not passing a class. For some teens, not getting a grade of an A is considered a failure in their mind. Not making the team they, a team that they tried out for or getting a position on the team that they tried out for. Maybe not getting a spot on the relay. Not getting a job or into their dream college. A lot of these, diff, quote, failures can be hard on teenagers and it's really hard on parents to watch. Parents are notorious fixers, right? Let's face it, we don't wanna watch our kids fail. It's hard. It's hard to sit back and let them fail and watch them fail. We don't want to see them hurt. We don't want to see them struggle. We want them to be happy and successful. And a lot, everyone, a lot of you have heard of the helicopter parent, the fixer parent that doesn't want to let these things happen. So they continuously come to their rescue. They try to intervene and fix things. But the question is, are they really fixing things or might they be robbing them of an opportunity to actually learn some valuable lessons. Here's an example from when I was teaching. When I taught high school math, I had a cutoff, a grade cutoff, which was 0.5. So if someone had a 69.5, which is a D, 69 is a D, I would up them to a C. Or an 89.5, I would up them to an A. And the students knew this from day one. If they ended up with a 0.4, they got the lower grade because there has to be a cutoff somewhere. There has to be boundaries. So one year, and I got a lot of these calls from parents, one year I had a student that was in jeopardy of failing the class. This student had a 59.4%. That's failing. The boundary was 59.5 or above. And these kids were given so many opportunities to improve their grades. They were given two free homework assignments in a quarter, so meaning they could miss two and not have any penalty. This kid missed like seven or eight. He never did test corrections, which are offered after every test to get points back. He didn't redo any quizzes where that was an opportunity. He ne- he had zeros on quizzes that he didn't make up. He had his head on his desk during class and so on and so on. Yet the parent called me to beg me, I should say, what can we do to get him to pass this class? He just can't fail. I found myself coaching these parents as to why their kid why failing was a good thing, whether that meant they actually didn't pass the class or they got the lower grade, right? And a lot of parents, they didn't want to hear it. But but I gave my reasons and I stuck to them and it is what it is. Here's the thing. The traditional definition of failure, if you Google it, is something on 
something like proving unsuccessful. But that leads to the question, what do we mean by success, right? Does it take a certain grade to be successful? Passing a class, is, does, is that what it takes to be successful? To be a part of a certain friend group or have a certain position on the team, is that really what it means to be successful? Back to this kid that had the 59.4 and he did fail. I think, I forget if it was a semester or a quarter. I think it might've been a quarter, but he did fail that part of the year right? Which meant in a way, yes, that was quote a failure because he was unsuccessful in achieving a passing grade and he had to go to summer school, but which no teenager wants to do. How many lessons do you think that teenager learned from their failure? Because I had them the next semester quarter and he passed with like a C, right? So he only failed that one, I I think it was a quarter. So we'll go with that. So he only failed that one quarter. He had to go to summer school for it, right? And so he went back and we moved on and got the grades. So, but what, because why? What lessons did he learn from that failure? The consequences to not doing work, a little bit more effort could have prevented this. So that teaches him like follow through. Accountability on himself, realizing he can't rely on mom. Maybe he needs to step up his grade. Maybe my, my parents can't save me all the time, right? Maybe that's something he's used to. Responsibility, keeping track of his own grades and self-advocacy. Had this kid come to me at any point prior to the end of the semester, I would have given him a list of the things that he could have done to improve his grade, but he didn't. So here's the thing. What if we change the narrative as to what it really means to fail? What if instead of thinking, what if instead of thinking of failure as a lack of success, we think of it as a fine way to achieve important lessons. Because let's face it, a grade is fleeting. A position on a team is fleeting. A lot of times even your friend group is fleeting. But the lessons learned through a perceived failure could last a lifetime. Kids need these lessons going into adulthood, right? And so if we come in and save them all the time, we could be robbing them of important lessons that they really need to know to be successful young adults and to be able to handle those failures when they get into the real world. So parents, the next time you're struggling with watching your teenager fail, I encourage you to try and shift your perspective just a tad. Think about what important lessons can be achieved. Ask yourself the questions. What are the lessons to letting my child fail in this situation? And could this be a gift that I'm giving them? They're not going to think it's a gift at the moment, but you know better right? And I'm not talking about kids that really have other challenges. They might have um, learning disabilities. I'm not talking about that. Or I'm not talking about letting kids fail if they're in dangerous situations. I'm talking about more of the typical teen failures that happen quite a bit and parents want to come to the rescue and fix them. Think about the gift that you could be giving them by letting them fail. I'm Renee Sinning. I work with teenagers and their parents as a life leadership and success coach, tackling anything from improving executive function skills to self-confidence, acceptance, finding strategies to allow teenagers to successfully overcome obstacles and become the best version of themselves. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next time.